and I hadn't noticed. And so he was like just just a, very close to my body. And I thought, well, I don't want to resist this. I want to go with it. I had done a lot of Aikido at that point too. And so I want to move with where it's going. So he hit me at about 30 miles an hour. I flew up into the air. Welcome back to the Organic Matrix. In today's episode, we have an extraordinary guest, Vicky Della Gioia, an expert in holistic wellness and key gong. She's here to help us dive deep into stress management. And Matrix members, I'm sure you hear a lot of yelping in the background. And don't worry, it's just a bunch of puppies. My dog recently gave birth to a litter of seven, and they're getting bigger and louder every day. So bear with me. In life, we all face stress in our daily lives, whether it's from work, personal relationships, or just trying to navigate the complexities of modern living. If left unchecked, stress can take a toll on our mental, emotional, and physical health. That's why we brought Vicky on the show today to discuss some common problems people face when managing stress effectively and provide guidance on tackling these challenges head on. During our conversation, we'll address various stress management issues, such as lack of awareness, inadequate coping strategies, poor time management, and the struggle to set boundaries. We'll also explore the negative thought patterns that pressure us and high pressure environments. The res resistance to change can make stress management very difficult. But don't worry, Vicky will share her knowledge of holistic wellness qigong to help us all better understand the and overcome these challenges. So sit back, relax, and let's learn together how to transform our lives by conquering stress one step at a time. Looking for career advice, personal development tips, or inspiring stories? Our Matrix mentors have you covered. Don't miss out. Bookmark our podcast and follow us on social media for a life guide in your pocket. Matrix members, I'm pleased to introduce our guest today, Vicky. Vicky is a truly unique, talented individual who has a rich knowledge in theater performance and directing, as well as a lifelong study of martial arts. Her passion and expertise have led her to become an accomplished coach, helping her clients hone their skills and deliver powerful, captivating stories on stage. But Vicky's approach goes beyond traditional public speaking. She draws on her deep knowledge of holistic wellness and her specialization in Qigong to help speakers craft engaging narratives and harness their energy and presence, enabling them to connect with their audience on a whole new level. Having transformed the lives of hundreds of speakers through her coaching career and workshops, both in person and virtually, Vicky has dedicated her career to helping others overcome their fears and find their inner confidence to share their message with passion, presence, and power. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Vicky. Oh, thank you so much, Sam. I really appreciate that introduction. It's so good to be here. Oh, it's an honor to have you. Vicky, can you share with us, with our listeners, how your journey began with Qigong and holistic wellness? Yeah, I, you know, I was, when I, I, when you asked that question, all of a sudden this memory just popped into my mind of being about six or seven. And I was always very insulted when for holidays or for my birthday, people would give me a doll. So I, I, I remember I had this doll and I used to do things to it, like, you know, kind of bruise it or something so that then I could heal it. So I started healing at the age of six when I was healing my dolls because I was always just really curious about how things worked. And 
gradually, as I had different injuries myself and learned how to heal them through holistic ways, it kind of set me on a course. So it started really, really early for me. Uh, and then, of course, the, the martial arts and Qigong piece of it uh, then really blossomed into a whole other depth of study. That's so cool that you that you actually like had the the instinct to be a healer as a child. That's that's yeah. Amazing. I have this image of me putting talcum powder on this little doll's arm, you know, and saying it's going to be okay, and soothing what I was imagining was a rash. <laughs> How did these practices impact your personal and professional life as you were developing? I think that that. I've always been drawn to, drawn to it, like I said. And in terms of my personal and professional life, I would say I, I, it's really even kind of hard to articulate because I can't imagine not doing it. I remember when I first started studying Tai Chi Chuan, which I started studying when I was, I guess, 16 years old, something like that, the, the, that one of the people I was studying with, his, his wife, I was with his wife one day and she was talking about baking bread. This was way back. And she, as she was talking about baking bread, she talked about baking bread as a Tai Chi move, as sort of like push hands type of a move. And that's when I think that even then, like in my, that was in my late teens, I realized that this was a lifestyle, that this was that, that, that what I was learning in terms of how to move my body, how to move energy through my body was a lifestyle. And then that blossomed out in ter terms of how I took care of self-defense, how I did stress management, how I helped my clients, how, uh, and then also finally how to cultivate that sense of living life from the inside out. Can you tell us more about the differences between living outside in and inside out? That is a superpower to be able to feel like you're cultivating the experience within. Can you share with our Matrix members the benefits of living from the world within? Yeah, I think, you know, we're in a time right now where there's so much polarization and so much tension. And I think that a lot of times, I know, especially for women, but I don't think for some men too, and not obviously for all women, but that there's that sense of how you appear, what, what you, how people perceive you is who you are. I think there's something about tapping into that inner wisdom, inner sense of, of, of who you are that allows you to relax even more. There's a Chico move that I love to practice, particularly in the winter months, that's called the crystal generator, where it's like you're becoming, your body's becoming like a crystal where you're attracting different types of, you could call it light or energies, and then you refract it as a rainbow of colors which by the way, you're having a rainbow of colors that keep appearing behind you, which really is inspiring and beautiful to see. So, so I think of it that way. And in that form, uh, and there's a couple different forms that do this. You actually do these movements where you're moving uh, veils aside or you're moving away any sense of mask that you're holding. There's so, so many different ways where we become defensive. We can get you know, defensive in, in a moment, sometimes even just anticipating a problem, we get defensive. To be able to start to move away, not to become defenseless, but to become non-defensive, to be able to really show up as our true self. And that, take, that means removing projections that other people put on you and also projections you may be putting out about yourself as a way to kind of stay safe or pr protect yourself, that, that when we can start to have that sense of really being who we are, 
we go into what I call the joy slump. There's a way in which you can just kind of relax and just be. Uh, that um, that I think that's how I would contrast those two. I love the name of it, the joy slump. Like <laughs> relaxing in joy. That, that that's like reminds me of like a laughing Buddha. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. It, 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 the visual that I got when you were explaining moving aside the veils is like, it's it's incredible when you have like a spiritual practice. It's like you can visualize your own neural pathways and like see your own habits and like actually like energetically, it feels like you're touching it. Like, yeah, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. It, I think that I I love that you're you're bringing in that sort of how how the brain works because I think that that's really accurate, um, and that when we can really let ourselves be be coming like coming again from the inside out, be that sense of like I'm really okay. Yes, I'm a person in progress. Yes, there's things that I'm still learning and developing. Yes, I make mistakes and mess up, but that there's still ways in which. And to really trust that inner core and then uh, and then speak from that or tune into that. So you asked about Qigong and you asked what, you know, a little bit about what that is for, for your listeners who don't aren't familiar with it. Qigong is one of these words like dance. So if you say, well, I, I'm a dancer, it's like, oh, okay, what kind? Ballet, Alvinelli, tap, you know, what, what kind of dance do you like? Ballroom, what kind of dance do you like to do? Qigong is like that. There's many different styles of Qigong coming through many different lineages. And so there's there's martial arts Qigong, which Tai Chi is, is, is kind of one of those martial arts style of Qigong, Iron Shirt. And then there's there's healing Qigong, medical Qigong, which is probably the one that's most popular in the United States. There's spiritual practices of Qigong, which are the ones that I tend to be drawn to the most. Although I do all, I've, I've, you know, I've been doing this for over 50 years now, so I've, I've brought together a lot of different styles. And the, the word Qigong is actually relatively new. It was created in the early 50s or late 40s to cover anything that had to do with movement, breath, and intention. How, how you could move energy in your body with intention, with your breath. That And so it covered, you know, there's over 6,000 exercises that get called Qigong. So somebody could study with me for years and then go study with somebody else and have a whole new uh, approach or a whole new series of movements and exercises. And there's internal Qigong and external Qigong. So there's Qigong where you're actually moving your body and doing very intentional movement with your body and others where you're moving energy internally through uh, guided visualization or meditation. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for giving us the explanation. Um, I, I love that we get to talk about these practices and that people like teachers like you get to keep them alive uh, because it's there's so much that sneaks past our, our mind's eye and our physical eyes while we're like living and like letting in all these impulses that we have in today's age with all of the shiny lights and distractions and new gadgets. And I, I love that the, that this practice helps you realize your point in space. Like that was oh, one of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your proprioception. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I actually know a blind Qigong teacher who, who, navigates through appropriate you know figures out how he is in space a lot because of his own practice and how he perceives and and can kind of hear and sense what's around him so i love that 
there's a, there's a, you know the one of the kind of core things with qigong is about centering right bringing yourself back to center so when you're talking about the, the shiny object syndrome that we all live in it's it's like okay so i can enjoy these things but how do i keep coming back to center so that's again part of that inside out idea i think uh that really helps us calm our minds and calm our nervous system relax the vagus nerve and be able to really come back to center so that we can really operate from a place that is more empowered and more true to who we want to be absolutely there's another co- thing that you were saying in space i just do you mind if i just say a little bit more about that there there's there's the concept in qigong is there's in in most qigong and and chinese medical practices that there's three realms or the triple dantian but it's 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 the what i think of as i call it the three realms of consciousness is the heaven realm which has to do with your inspiration the idea that we are just a small speck in the milky way um you know that 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 the universe is so much bigger than we could even imagine and it's all about perspective like you're up in the in the cosmos looking down at your life like a little ant in an anthill it's it's all about perspective everything is possible in the heaven realm and then the second realm is the human realm which i think of as um where we take the 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 downloads from the heaven right some people talk about having downloads or getting inspiration when we take that inspiration and we personalize it comes through who you are as the unique person that you are with your unique face your unique way of seeing the world that's the human realm it's all about our interconnection with one another and with all living beings with the earth with the planet uh, that what are our strengths and our limitations how do we express ourselves that's all human realm and then the earth realm has to do with what we're manifesting how do we walk our talk what are we creating in our lives so you go from the heaven realm where you think oh i'm going to write a book and then the human realm okay i need to get this together i need to have a publisher i need to ha- take time i need to do this i need to do that and then by the end you have the book in your hand that's the earth realm you've manifested something so those are these three realms that that qigong really helps to open up the flow between them because in qigong they say we're vessels that bring heaven down to earth and earth back up to heaven. Oh, I love that as above so below. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's so beautiful like the the three levels of consciousness and I can conceptualize that <clears throat> like the root word to enthusiasm means possessed by god. Mhm. So yeah. I love that like yeah. getting those divine inspirations and then like it's Sometimes like when I get downloads like that and I'm like in my intuition, I'll get like a vision of a future that I want to see. And yes. it's almost it's almost as if when we're in a meditative state we're living backwards. Mhm. You know, I was just thinking about that the other day. I was I was in a situation where I was in a state of mind, I would say, where there was just a lot of fear coming up for for specific things that I was dealing with and I just was noticing this and then i and then i just decided to go into a, an inner monologue or inner uh visualization where i imagined myself in 10 years having completely resolved the problem everything was fine and it's like what if i was there what would i want to say to myself now about this process right so so i think that that relates to what you were saying 100% and that's so that's incredible how you have the mental the flexibility to do that that's to- that's to me that's time traveling yeah it is it's exactly right it's time traveling it is yeah in the context of holistic wellness what do you believe are essential components for achieving and maintaining inner peace especially st- when we're faced with daily stressors 
You know, for me, it always comes down to breath. You know, it, it seems so simple and it's almost so generic that I, I hesitate to say it. But there's certain techniques, particularly of breath, that I think really can help with shifting stress into, a, I think, of a surge of energy. It's cause, because in Chinese medicine, stress and other forms of dis-ease or, or, or things being off in our bodies or our minds or our spirits come down to stagnation. So when we can start to create some kind of flow in our body, that starts to make a difference. And particularly flow through the breath is a really great way to start because when we focus on our breath, that's already bringing us back to center. It's already taking a moment to just say, all right, who am I? What's going on right now? And there's a practice called six direction breathing, which I love that really helps for me helps to, to, to take us out of that stress and fight, flight, freeze, amygdala response, and, and really come to a place where we can become more resourceful about the choices that we make. Would you like me to share the breathing technique? Yes. You're smiling and nodding. So the, if, if we could just do it together, if you just focus on your solar plexus, which is, we'll talk that, about that from the belly button up to the xiphoid process where your ribs come together there's a little bone that comes down that's the xiphoid process where you're so you're where your floating ribs come together in front and if you breathe and you just imagine you know in our quest for transformation we often overlook the simplest yet most vital aspect of our well-being hydration it's not just for athletes or health obsessors it's about maintaining our best selves every day whether it's during a hectic work schedule a meditative walk or even enjoying some quiet time at home. This is where Liquid IV comes in. It's more than just a hydration solution. It's a blend balance and wellness. Their hydration multiplier uses cellular transport technology to hydrate you twice as fast as water alone. Plus, it's packed with essential vitamins and three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks. And it doesn't have all that sugar. Let me tell you about the flavors. They're absolutely delicious. My personal favorite, the strawberry lemonade. It's like a burst of joy and a refreshment in every sip. But it's not just about the amazing taste of the hydration benefits. Liquid IV is committed to global wellness. They donated over 39 million servings worldwide to help communities in need. It aligns so well with our ethics here at The Organic Matrix that we believe in nurturing ourselves and extending that care to the world around us. So here's a special offer for all of you wonderful listeners. Head over to liquidiv.com and use the code ORGANICMATRIX to get 20% off your order. Embrace hydration as a part of your journey towards a balanced life. And remember, Organic Matrix for 20% off at liquidiv.com. Now let's dive into the rest of our episode and lengthening your solar plexus. So as you inhale, it just gets longer and then you exhale and just relaxes down. So as you breathe in, it's lengthening and then releasing. And then the same thing side to side, you're gonna inhale and just feel your ribs open to the sides and then exhale, they just relax down. And again, inhale and then exhale. And then we're gonna do it front and back. So as you inhale, you let your belly and your solar plexus relax and breathe into your back as well. So it's getting front and back gets bigger and then you exhale, release. And again, to inhale, front and back and then release. So that's six directions and then we're gonna try all six together. So it's like you're a balloon. So you inhale, 
up, down, side, side, front, back, and then release. And then again, you inhale and expand, and then exhale, release. And some, you know, for me, sometimes it doesn't take more than just a few rounds of that for me to just go, okay, now I feel better equipped to deal with whatever, whatever it is that's stressing me at the moment. Oh, yeah. I just, I just did the practice as you were saying it, and I just felt all this heat release from me. And um, my hands started getting clammy, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, like, when you mentioned stagnation, like, and I'm somebody, like, I see a lot where when I'm stressed out or if I'm overwhelmed, I could see where I'm being stagnant. And so in somewhere of my practice and my mind or like my lifestyle, like there's somewhere I'm falling short. My subconscious sees it. It circles around in my, in my mind. And I feel like after doing this breath work, like feeling all that heat released for me, mm-hmm. like it, I think it's a sign of releasing stagnation because why was I holding it on to all that? After I breathed like that, it was just, it got so hot. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Yeah, I like to think about how do we move stagnation into stillness? So instead of feeling stagnant and stuck, where there's like an effort to push through, to just go into a place of stillness, and then all of a sudden flow starts to occur by itself. So you're feeling that heat, heat leave you, especially if it's leaving from the upper part of your body, right? Because a lot of times when we're stressed, it's like heat is rising up to our heads. And what the heat needs to be down below. We need to bring heat down to our lower abdomen. That's where we start to process stuff or integrate information or we can compost, you know, turn waste into fertilizer. That all happens in the lower abdomen, which is the lower dantian, which is the earth realm, which has to do with compost. It has to do with, you know, being able to to change everything becomes useful at that point i love hey there health and wellness enthusiasts are you tired of sifting through countless supplement brands at their bold claims only to be disappointed by the quality or results your search ends here with bulk supplements at bulksupplements.com they're dedicated to providing you with the finest most reliable nutritional supplements without the fluff or gimmicks Their products are thoroughly tested and come in their purest form so that you can trust that you are getting the best. With over 500 supplements available in bulk, including vitamins, minerals, herbs, mushrooms, amino acids, proteins, you'll find exactly what you need to support your fitness journey, boost your immune system, or enhance your overall well-being. Why should you choose BulkSupplements.com? Purity. They prioritize the highest quality ingredients without unnecessary additives. Affordability. Our, their bulk options make you get more value for your money. Convenience. Shop easily online and enjoy hassle-free shipping right to your doorstep. And variety. Explore their extensive selection to find the perfect supplements for your unique needs. Transform your health and wellness routine with the power of BulkSupplements.com. Visit their website and use the promo code ORGANICMATRIX for a discount off your future purchases. Experience the difference that pure, high-quality supplements can make in your life. Remember, it's not about the supplement. It's about investing in a better you. This, I love this conversation, and I love how you put it because... Like in the in the modern world, these like the terminology of like seeing 
like imagining the heat pushing it down and it and it does work because what happens when we're stressed yeah everything like our our metabolism freezes like fight or flight responses keeps us from maintaining homeostasis it starts prioritizing survival instead of wellness and so i i love how you put it where it's like we send that pressure down let it expel from us like it's supposed to and to appreciate the system like that i love that thank you i do thank you i love how you just reflected back that was beautiful (laughs) could you what kind of qigong exercises can a beginner do at home to incorporate in their daily routines to help alleviate stress I love the six direction breath. Are there other practices that we can take home too? Absolutely. Yes, there are. So six direction is always a good one to start. And it's also a good one to do when you're doing any other type of practice, whether it's yoga or qigong or reiki or any other energy type of practice. Uh, Another one that I really like to do that's super simple, I just call sitting or standing tall. Um, So that when we're, when, what, what happens when we're stressed is we tend to hunch, right? We tend to clam down and our the, the bones in our spine tend to press down against one another. So if we can stand tall, like you have a, or sit tall, that the crown of your head is lifting up towards the sky and your back of your neck is long. And so if you're listening to this on the podcast, make sure that you don't lift your chin up when you do that. So when I say lift the top of your head, I don't mean your chin. The chin stays down because you want the back of the neck to lengthen like a giraffe. So it just gets really, really long. And then you ground through your sits bones or through your feet. So if you're sitting, you're grounding through your sits bones, or if you're standing, you're grounding through your feet um, and your tailbone is dropping down towards the earth like a kangaroo's tail. So I've come up recently with this hybrid am- animal of a giraffe with this kangaroo's tail, which is just kind of weird and bizarre. I mean, one of these days I need to draw it because it's, but anyway, you want to feel grounded through your sits bones and lift it up through the crown of your head so that there's space between each one of those vertebrae. A lot of times, like, for example, I work a lot with speakers and performers. I'm a performer myself. I've been performing for years, and I've directed a lot of performers and speakers to encourage them when they before they stand on stage, especially if they've got stage fright, is to really have a sense of lengthening and grounding so that you're, you're, when, you're, when you lengthen this way, you're letting your head, the top of your head, access that heaven realm, which has to do with inspiration. And your feet and your legs and your hips are grounded so that you're really accessing what nourishes us, right? Food comes from the earth. We're connecting. We're taking energy up from the earth. And that way we start to, it doesn't become just about will or how you have to do this and you have to, you know, the show must go on and grit your teeth and go. It's really about lengthening and allowing whatever to come forward. You know, presumably if you're a speaker or you're a performer, you're pre- prepared with what you want to say, but that you, that you are able to actually let yourself access the energy behind it. So it's not just about reciting lines or not just about proving anything it's really just about allowing allowing because qigong is all about allowing so that's another technique that i just encourage people to do is just to sit or stand tall get really and of course we know it's always good to have good posture but even apart from the appearance of good posture it actually literally allows energy to flow through you so that's another technique to do when you're doing your six direction breathing And then a third one that I would say that's a really good stress release is what I call grounding to earth. And it's just a, or actually, let me, you said as above, so below. And I thought, oh, I'll show her as above, so below. So let's do that. 
really any of these techniques will work. Any of them, you know, that people feel drawn to, that they feel motivated to do will help. So with as above, so below, you basically rub your hands together and then you cup them, right? You cup them. And so you have a little heat between your hands. And if you don't feel heat, you rub together again until you do. And then as you, uh, what you do is just move your hands apart from one another as you inhale and see if you can feel the heat still between your hands. And then as you exhale, bring them back in. So it's almost like you're playing a little energetic accordion here. You're inhaling and your hands come apart and you're exhaling. You can see how that goes really well with six direction breathing, right? So if you're breathing front, up, down, side, side, front, back, that just helps to increase the sense of sensation between your hands. So that's a really good de-stressor also because that allows us to just have that sense of chi moving in the space between the hands and chi starts to flow through our bodies. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy you showed us this technique. And um, I'm just like getting so in tuned right now with this conversation. I never knew that that exercise was called As Above, So Below. When oh, I, that's my name for it. It's it's a generic form that goes through all qigong and tai chi. A lot of folks use it. So as above, so below is my my nickname, <laughs> personal nickname for it. I love that. When I was a when I was very young, like I was in elementary school. I I think I was in first grade, like very early, like that, like around five, six, seven. I had a science teacher that would come like once every two weeks to my elementary school to teach us things. And she actually taught us that. And I was very young. And I was always like, oh my gosh, we have energy that we can't see that interacts with our world. And it impacted me so much. It, it, it made me the spiritual person that I am today. Like, oh, I love that. I love that. So you learned Qigong when you were five or six years old. How wonderful. <laughs> and, and I thank you so much for bringing this practice to us because I, I remember how like amazed I was and how how more how much more curious I was about the world around us and how it works after that exercise matrix members you will not be disappointed if you try this exercise it is so cool <laughs> I love that that's so great yeah it's it, it's it's and and like I said it's I, I've you know I've studied qigong with many different master teachers and for for many years and Pretty much every system that I've ever studied has includes this one. So it's one of those really foundational things to practice that just, again, it helps us from, like you said, it's the, the world is much more magical and, and brilliant and, and multi-layered than we could ever guess just from, you know, the narratives that we give to everything. So it's, it's really about tapping into something that's much bigger than, you know, and much more, um, much more bountiful than we could even imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a great word for it. How does your unique approach to coaching with speakers, how do you incorporate your Qigong and holistic wellness principles when coaching individuals? Uh, I, you know, it's been an interesting journey because when I first started doing speaking myself, it was really to amplify my business as a Qigong teacher. And I would, but I've also been doing theater since I was seven years old. So I, I, theater is sort of in my blood at this point. And I'm in a theater company and I've been performing for most of my life. But what, one of the things that I think that she, the, the Qigong, it's like Qigong and performing at this point are inextricable to me. But one of the things I know as a coach is that there are certain ways in which speakers are taught to tell stories that are sort of a template. And I'm kind of a, 
out of the template, out of the box type of coach. So I'm not really looking to do what's called the J story, which is like things are good right now, but they weren't always this way. And I went through this hardship and now things are better. You know, there's this kind of a curve of a story that most speakers do. And sometimes I feel like if I hear one more story like that, my head's going to explode because our lives are so much richer than that template. So really when I'm working with people, part of what I do is I, I work with with drawing out stories. A lot of people come to me, then they feel like, oh, I don't really have a story or I don't have trauma. You know, some people do have trauma and that's what they've built their business around. You know, their mess is their message. But other people, you know, it's like, I'm not even sure that this matters or anything like that. It's like things that that we take for granted, we may not even realize might be a real inspiration for other people. And I have a knack for being able to draw that out from people. I always have, and I love doing it. It's an excavation process. So I'm I'm teaching people how to tell stories in a way that pops, so that they're not just sort of that generic, this happened and then that happened and then that happened, but really more looking like how do we breathe life into every moment when you're sp- telling your story or when you're speaking about your message? How do you breathe life into that? What does that look like? What are the techniques that you can use to do that? And, and part of that is 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 your energy. So I think of it as a coach is there's basically four pillars that I work with. One is the message. What's the message that you're bringing to the world? This is for my speaker clients. The second is what are the stories stories that you're telling that carry that message because they're what bring people to the offer if you're a platform speaker and what people will bring people to you to want to work with you. And the third is what's the delivery of that story? How do you embody that story so that it's not just saying of talking about something, but inviting people into the movie so they experience it with you. And then the fourth is the energy behind it all, which unites it all. So I'll be bringing Qigong, like, you know, here's a practice to do before you go on stage. Here's a practice to do when you're dealing with, you know, to be prepared to deal with somebody who's doing, giving you a lot of pushback. Here's a practice to do when you're feeling stage fright or whatever. I have a lot of Qigong practices that I use that I just throw in with people. So I work with everything from the, you know, how they create their talk and their signature talk or prepare to go on stage for a TED talk or something like that. And then what are the, what are the techniques that you can use uh, once you've developed the material that help you really ground in it and deliver it in a way that, that people in your audience can feel you, not just hear a bunch of words. Oh, that, that is so cool that you teach in that style. And, you know, I, I personally, as a podcaster and like someone that was in the performing arts for a long time, I I definitely was looking for a coach like you many times. So Matrix members, if you're looking for a coach that is actually going to like help you develop your story and help you articulate it, you know, Vicky, it could be your coach. And I, I love the way you put it because it's so true. Like there's a template about like that seems so generic. And then as someone who wants to learn how to tell good stories, mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard because we're re- 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 we're reliving the experience as a speaker. And sometimes the feelings that come up with the, that visual experience for some of us could warp the way we bring the message to the audience. And yeah, you know, I think there's two, there's two things that happen is either people could get really just very rote, like almost like they're reciting a resume, like this, I did this, and then I did this, and then I did that, versus other times people get so lost in the weeds 
it's like too few details or too many details. And sometimes you can't see the picture when you're inside the frame. So I think that's why, it, why it's helpful to have a coach or a director so that you can really hone in on what matters and what doesn't in a story and what helps move the story forward and then what helps make it live and embellishes it in a way that really, like I said, invites people into your movie. Because when we go to a movie, we identify with the protagonist and that's what you want. You want to be able to identify, have people identify with you and see the world through your eyes for that moment uh, of discovery. That's so yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. What are some other holistic wellness practices besides Qigong do you recommend for individuals looking to improve their stress management and cultivate inner peace? Well, this is a hard one for me because for me at this point, because I've done Qigong for most of my life, is you know, everything is Qigong. So whether I say, well, you know, check out when you're eating sugar or chocolate, you know, check out, be, be, you know, be attentive to, you know, and I don't believe you have to not eat those things. Although to be transparent, I haven't had sugars for, it's like 60 years now. So it's been a long time since I've eaten sugar, but it just, that's just because I have a personal allergy to it. That's not, it's, it's not a holier than thou thing at all. Um, but, but, you know, it, it, uh, I think that diet is a, is a huge piece of it. Breath work, whatever the breath work is, it doesn't have to be Qigong. It could be yoga. It could be mindful mindfulness training or anything else. And then holistic practitioners. You know, I, I really believe in getting help. So whether that's from somebody who is a guide or mentor, or it's a acupuncturist or a chiropractor or um, any other of the holistic things or complementary medicines out there, um, I think all of those are good. I actually think it doesn't even matter, to be honest. I think anything that you're drawn to, like if you want to go, you know, massage is your thing. You want to go get the get, get have that sense of the tension moving out. That's what you should do if you want to really like be more clear about your diet and know, you know, be able to figure out what what really serves you and what doesn't. Then go work with a nutritionist. I, I think that what what all you know, it's all roads lead to Rome. Is that that? that cliche I think it's really true anything anytime we take ourselves to a place where we say I deserve to be well I deserve to be whole I deserve to live the life that I know I was born to do and then whatever road you take to that to me that's the holistic approach it's really about about allowing your full self to be have you heard those nasty rumors about typical dog kibble if you have we have a solution for you Introducing our radical pup, Bear, Oliver, and Mira. Our Vajaski pups have sensitive stomachs. I used to cook for them all the time, every week, but not anymore. Now I give my pups num num. You can actually see proteins and vegetables like beef, chicken, pork, peas, carrots, and more with no fillers or weird ingredients with names we can't pronounce. You tell them about your pup, their age, their breed, their weight allergies, and protein preferences, and they'll tailor a specific amount of individually packaged num-num meals and send them straight to you. Store the meals in your fridge or your freezer until it's mealtime. They'll give you specific instructions on how to transition your dog from foods like kibble to always fresh num-num. For best results, watch your dog clean their dishes, dance for dinner, and overall thrive. Isn't it time to feel good about the food you're feeding your dog? Use the promo code ORGANICMATRIX and order NumNum today. 
Go to the link in our description and get 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Plus, Num Num comes with a money back guarantee. That means if your dog doesn't love fresh, delicious meals, Num Num will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Num Num. I love that. And that's beautiful. And I, I love that answer because it, it is unique to everybody. It depends on if we're listening to ourselves, if we're asking ourselves, am I happy? Am I fulfilled? And how, if not, what can I, what can I bring into my life that will bring me that fulfillment? And then to remember that it's going to cost hard work. I yeah. find that it, it's a, it's a common thing that I see with people in my age group with relationships, like in their early twenties when they're first starting to get the swing of things that they're in a position of like, I want, I want, I want, I need, I need, I need. And then the expectation of their partner to fulfill that. Mm. But what, what I learned was becoming an adult, becoming a well-rounded adult means there's a lot of self-parenting involved. And there's also like self-love involved. Now that self-love word is getting kind of diluted with like pop culture right now. But what let's like boil it down. What is self-love? Self-love means you listen to yourself, you're patient with yourself, you're not highly critical with yourself, you can apologize to yourself, you can you can do acts of love for yourself, and you know that you have to do hard work to be happy. And once you understand that hard work, it's not hard work anymore, it's a routine. I want my our Matrix members to hear this message like this because it's easy to be in a position of desire it's easy to say i want to be healed but it is going to cost us work we can't we can hire coaches to help guide us but it all comes down to us we, we have to do what the doctor says we have to do what our coaches guide us to do so we have to learn how to be receptive to transition advice and not being afraid of it so Thank you so I love much. that. I love that so much, Sam. And I think the other piece I would add is to really allow for your own discernment, to be able to really discern what is it that feeds you? What is it that, that drains you? And to really kind of go from there. I think that's another way to sort of tap into to the, that, you know, that, that stress release is like, you know, and that, that can be in terms of how you're how you are in a relationship or how you are in relationship to food or to sleep or to anything is, is, you know, what is, what is feeding me right now? What is draining me and really go for what feeds me to realize you, no matter who you are, you deserve to be nurtured and fed and find out what those things are and do them because then that's also sort of takes the sting out of hard work. And it also helps to release some of the resistance we might have to doing stuff that's good for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Finally, can you share a personal story or experience where Qigong and holistic wellness helped you or someone that you've worked with overcome a a big challenge or a stressful situation? Uh, when I was when I was in my thirties, I and I I'm quite old now, so this was a while ago that I I was training. Um, I had been doing martial arts. For years already, I was already, but I was training myself. Um, I was studying very intensively qigong, a, a particular style of qigong, and I was training 
doing my own personal practice on top of classes and stuff like that, about two and a half hours a day. So I was really replete. I was doing a lot of Qigong. One day I, I, I was feeling super stressed about, and I was like, I realized I was in a lifestyle that was not working for me. I was working super hard. I was, I was a house painter and an aerobics teacher. And I, I, did, I was doing all of these various things um, and wasn't very happy. And I, I, I was out on the street one day. I was going to pick up a friend and I parked my car in California, in San Francisco. I was walking across the street uh, jaywalking. <laughs> and I saw a car at, at the end of the block coming up to a stop sign. And I thought, oh, he's got a stop sign, no problem. And I was just in my own brain mutter, right? Yaka, 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 yaka. And he, ca he came uh, and I looked over my shoulder again as I was in the middle of the street and he was coming at me about 30 miles an hour. So he hadn't stopped at the stop sign and I hadn't noticed. And so he was like just just a, very close to my body and I thought well I don't want to resist this I want to go with it I had done a lot of Aikido at that point too and so I want to move with where it's going so he hit me at about 30 miles an hour I flew up into the air and it was like time stood totally still I guess anybody who's been in an accident has experienced the time slowing down and that sort of life flashing behind for your eyes thing that's not what happened for me what happened for me was I was up in the air and this time stood still I felt like I was a seed inside of a hull right below my low, my belly button. And I could I was looking around on the inside silhouette of my body and going, wow, I really am just a consciousness, a seed of consciousness inside this shell. And I can decide to stay or I can decide to go. And I was a little depressed at that time because I was having a hard time with my relationship. I mean, there was all this stuff going on. But I decided to stay, obviously, because here I am talking to you. And I opened my eyes and I was coming down to the pavement really fast and I tucked into an Aikido roll. So this is a place where I would say that my practice saved my life. And and as I went into an Aikido roll and then I jumped up on my feet and I started doing some Qigong. And the guy who had hit me jumped out of his car. He was screaming, get down, lie down. I just hit you with the car, you gotta lie down. So I laid down and I started doing some internal Qigong. Uh, and they took me to the hospital. Nothing was wrong. I, I was really fine. And I'm sure it's because I was practicing so much at that time. Uh, and they wanted to do all of these different procedures. And I said, no, I, I really don't need that. They, they were all sort of the doctor. I remember there were two doctors and three nurses standing around scratching their heads saying, she's supposed to be dead, being hit at that speed and then hitting the pavement afterwards. That double impact should have taken her out or broken something. So I think I think that's one of my most dramatic stories of, of really feeling like I had this, I guess, near-death experience where I had a choice um, and then shifted so much, right? When I walked out of that hospital, which I did a couple of hours later, limped out because I was a little twisted from the impact, um, and it did take me a couple of years to untwist my spine, you know, to a degree where I wasn't in pain anymore. But that, that, that was a turning point of like, okay, I'm alive now, and what is it? What, what do I want to do now with my time? With what do I want to do with my energy? Who do I want to serve? How do I want to do it? What is what what, what where am, what what do I need to drop away? It's this discernment process. What do what am I doing that's really not serving me anymore? And what do I or serving anybody else? And where do I want to go? So that's one story. <laughs> oh my gosh, you took my breath away. So I I got stuck on the part where like you went to the doctor and you were fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. 
Oh my God, that's incredible. I had a big bruise. I had a very big bruise <laughs> where it hit me on my hip. Wow, thank you so much for sharing that experience with us. And and I, I feel like I'm still watching the story that you told me. Like I'm in shock, but and it but it's so incredible. Like I wonder what that guy was thinking when he saw you practicing Qigong right after an accident. It scared him. He thought that I was just nuts, I guess, or maybe I was <laughs> delusional or something. He just wanted me to lie down. So I, I saw how stressed he was. So I was like, I can lie down and do this internally. And so that's what I did. <laughs> Thank you. So usually at the end of the show, I do something called a rapid fire, but I'm, I want to switch things up a little bit. And I'm going to close the show with a philosophical question. Okay. So, uh, Can one achieve inner peace in a world filled with stressors and challenges? Short answer is yes and. Yes, and well, I, I don't believe that it's helpful to just shut out stresses and challenges, and I don't think it's realistic. And, you know, I, I to me, part of the Qigong practice is about being in the world as it is in a way where I can show up as much in my presence and in my power as possible. So I think that that the inner peace has to has to do with inner, the inner world that I live in. So that I, there's a there's a practice in Qigong called Eye of the Storm, where you're really working with being able to be what is on the outside of you and what's on the inside, sort of half of your attention on what's around you and half of your attention what's inside. So you can self-regulate and show up in the ways in which are most resourceful for you and for the people that you want to show up for. So I think it's possible to achieve inner peace, but that doesn't mean we don't have feelings that are negative or hard or that we don't feel grief and anger and all those other types of things that, that can be more difficult to navigate but it's more to, it's more about that self-acceptance when you were talking about self-love I was thinking yeah that's the key that's where it's it all starts and where it all goes to because when we love ourselves we can love others when we love ourselves we can see others in ourselves so there's a there's a piece of that 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 feels like that's that's a source that's a that's a source to inner inner peace and again that doesn't mean we don't get thrown off and we don't have to bring ourselves back like you said there's some work involved i love this interview thank you so much vicky i feel like spiritually charged after our conversation today thank you it's been a pleasure connecting with you sam we hope you found today's episode of the organic matrix both enjoyable and enlightening and it's motiva- I hope it's motivated you to welcome inner peace by making Qigong and holistic wellness practices a part of your daily routine. But wait, there's more. Vicky has kindly shared some valuable resources with us, and we want you to take full advantage of them. Visit her website, yourpowerpresence.com, to delve deeper into her work and discover her unique approach to coaching. And don't forget to snag your free download guide, Let's Get Real About Charisma. Three tips to inspire and motivate your audience every time you speak. This guide is filled with practical advice and wisdom to help you genuinely connect with your audience, whether you're on stage or in a meeting or just having a casual chat. A huge thank you to Vicky for spending time with us today and to all of you joining us on The Organic Matrix. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media to stay on the loop about our newest episodes and content. Until we meet again, take care of yourself, and let's all work towards finding our inner peace and well-being.
Ready for more Matrix member? Ready for more Matrix mentors and exclusive content to help you improve your life? Stay tuned for next week's episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Organic Matrix, and we hope you found our Matrix mentors and their insightful, inspi- <laughs> insightful, and inspiring. If you enjoy the show, these are two easy ways you can help us grow and reach even more amazing Matrix members. One, share the show with your friends and followers on social media. Word of mouth is one of the most powerful ways to spread the word about our show and help us reach new listeners. Two, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Not only does this help us improve the show and serve our audience better, but it also helps us rank higher in search results. And-